Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. continue to talk about productivity. In the last podcast, I talked about feeling overwhelmed, and we talked about how do we overcome that feeling, and it was around you know, scheduling our time and using our time wisely. And so I want to take a little bit of time to talk through that a little further. So what does it mean? How do we become most productive and how do we use our calendar and our time to achieve that? You know, I'm sure that you look around and you see other people maximizing their time. They get so much done in a day. Um, Some days you feel that way. Some days you don't. Maybe Um, maybe you feel it all the time. And if you do, it's perfect. You are probably doing the things that I'm going to talk about. And so this will just be a great refresher for you. It'll be, you know, maybe some validation that you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path. For others, it may be a friendly reminder of things that you used to do and and you want to get back on track. Or maybe you are a brand new leader or business owner and you're just not certain of the steps and you want to gain confidence in how you become more productive. So I think that this this podcast will apply to any of us as either a great refresher, a friendly reminder, another, you know, skill set or tool for our toolbox you know, or just a brand new lesson learned on how to be a really strong leader. So let's talk about productivity. One of the things that I would tell you is that you have to be able to manage your time. Your time is your most valuable asset. It is something that we can never get back. And there are only so many hours in the day. We talk about that all the time, right? Oh, if only I had so many more hours in the day. Or, oh, maybe I'll get to that project between two and four in the morning. And we joke with each other right? All of those jokes happen. All of those conversations happen because the one thing that continues to limit us is time. And so we have to be proactive about managing our time effectively. So there are a couple of things that I would tell you and a couple of things that I have done and still do relative to time management. One is I own my calendar. And I would tell you, if you don't own your calendar, you have to. Now, that doesn't mean that if you have an assistant that they can't manage your calendar. But what it does mean is that you take ownership of your calendar and either you manage it and you don't let people put things on there that are not productive for you and or you train your assistant to understand the key pieces and and do the same thing such that it is just like you managing your own time except that you have now freed that, that time up of time management of your calendar and someone else does it. But they do it in the way that you've trained them to do. Okay, does that make sense? So you have got to own your calendar. And instead of being reactive to what comes on there, you have to be proactive. That means you are putting things on your calendar that get the most bang for the buck. Now, if you work for someone else, if you work in a company for someone else, sometimes that can be difficult. There are probably going to be two to three different meetings that you're going to have that you don't control. That's just life. That, that's just how it's going to be. As a business owner, there are going to be more meetings that you are going to schedule on your own. And you're going to have the ability to manage that piece. And so, so you have a little bit more flexibility. But here's the key thing. What you have to identify are the key things that you will not be able to control. Maybe it's a morning meeting. Maybe it is you know, a touch base with your supervisor. Maybe it's a meeting with the board of your company. You know, those are things that have to get done. And they typically have to get done on someone else's time frame, right? 
you don't control those. But you need to look at those and say, here are the three things that I can't change. Those are going to stay done. Right. But if there are only three things on your calendar, look at all the other time that you have available. That now you can prioritize and you can make sure that you're getting the most out of your day. So that's the first step that I would tell you to do as you look at managing your calendar and being proactive. What are the non-negotiables that you do not control because they are required of you in the business? And because they are dependent upon other people, you cannot always set the time or the, the frequency. Now, you can influence the frequency potentially, okay? but you can't mandate it or they are not completely up to you. What do I mean by influence the frequency? Maybe your supervisor, for example, wants to meet with you every week. Could you influence that and say, hey, are you okay if I send you an email summary every other week and then we meet face-to-face every other week, right? You could, you could make some recommendations like that. So that's what I mean by influencing. But you wouldn't be able to eliminate that altogether probably, right? And you wouldn't want to. You would still want to be able to meet with your supervisor and understand the expectations that he or she has of you and to make sure that you're being successful. So there are some things that you may not control the time frame of, you can influence, but you don't want to negate altogether because those meetings and those events are valuable for you just as much as they're valuable for the other person. Okay. So think about the things that, that you don't necessarily directly control, but that are important that are going to stay on your calendar. Now, take a look at everything else that's on your calendar. Things that have just crept in. And let me tell you, they creep in all the time. They creep in all the time. Why do things creep into our calendar? I would tell you that in my experience, things creep into our calendar because we either want the time on our calendar to go meet with someone face-to-face to talk about the meeting that we're going to have, which is really a time waster. If you think about it, let's have a meeting to plan a meeting. Surely we can do, do something better than that. So it, sometimes it, it results from our own sort of laziness. Oh, man, I don't. I don't know how to get that meeting started or I don't want to think about that event. So I'm just going to schedule a meeting to plan the meeting so then things will get done. Right? So make note of those. Other things jump on our calendar because there are people around us that want updates or they want input or they want you to own solving a problem for them. And so then they start to put their work on you. And that'll happen. That happens with direct reports, trying to get their supervisors to solve for something. It happens when we own a business and we have vendors or, you know, we have outside individuals who want us just to tell them what we want and need and exactly how to do it, right? Throughout the world, think about it, even with your kids. Hey, mom, can you tell me how to do this math problem? They know how to do the math problem. They learned it in school. We don't have to teach them how to do that. It's just the fact that You know, human nature is that if we can get someone else to help us or do something or solve that problem that is causing us too much brain power, man, I'm going to ask somebody to do it. And that's how things get on our calendar. It's just that simple. It's not out of disrespect. It's not probably even purposeful. And sometimes people don't even know what they're doing. But things will land on our calendar just for for those reasons. Man, I'm feeling a little lazy. Let me just plan a meeting to, to plan a meeting. Let me, you know, accept this planner because this other person is unsure and they want to feel confident that the business is moving forward or they want to feel confident that they don't own this piece. And so they want to put the responsibility on me through this meeting. Right. 
All of those things are going to happen. So look at your calendar. Figure out, number one, things that you cannot pull off that you don't control but that are valuable. Look at the things that have gotten on your calendar that have been placed on there by other people that really are not key movers, drivers, or that are going to produce the most productive time for you. Okay? Time is valuable. Not going to waste a second of it. So what are the key things that just really aren't productive meetings for you? Make that list. What I would challenge you to do is then, once you have all of those, those lists made, the things that you can't take off, but you maybe you want to influence it, right? Maybe it's the, the situation where you have a weekly touch, touch base and you'd like to move it to every other week. All right, so make your list of things you're not going to change. Make a list of things you'd like to influence and potentially change. You may not get it, but at least you're going to go talk about why and make the effort. And then the third list are the things that other people have put on your calendar, peers, direct reports, um, outside vendors, things of that nature that are not a regular valuable piece of, of business, of, of time, right? I'm trying to find the best way to say this um, that's all-encompassing, but you get it, right? Make that third list. The third list are the things that you really are going to cut out or you're going to reschedule or you're going to go to that next meeting and clarify that you won't be there anymore and here's what they're going to have to do without you, Okay. I would take probably a week. It might take you two weeks, depending upon the occurrence of the meetings. But I would take no longer than two weeks. I'm, seriously, if, if you can do it in a week, I would strongly recommend that you do all of this in a week's time. Where you go and you have clarifying conversations and you eliminate the, the unproductive meetings on your schedule. From there, go ahead and sit down and schedule your time. Now schedule your time. What are the meetings that are most productive for you? Are they project updates? Do you need, again, do you need an hour? I'm, I'm never a fan of an hour meeting unless it's most productive for a whole hour because an hour is a large amount of time. What can we talk about that in 15, 30 minutes you can give me the quick update and we're good? What could you have sent to me in an email that I could read in advance of the meeting? Because that's my responsibility. I'll become responsible for studying and reading the information in advance so that when we get into the meeting, instead of, you teaching me everything and spending time doing that, you've already taught me through email, and now we're in the room together because now we're going to problem solve together. That is the more productive use of our time. Send the email. I'll read it at my leisure. I'll read it whenever it fits into my time to read it, but then plan a 30-minute meeting for me so that I can attend that meeting, and now we can really problem solve. I come in educated. I know what's going on. Now we're going to work together because that's why you need me. You needed me in the meeting to problem solve, not to teach me what the problem was, right? That's a better use of my time. So think about that. How can you schedule things in your business to have meetings like that? Okay. One of the key things that, that I recently learned, and I heard it again, I'm, I'm a big Dean Graciosi fan, so I've been going through a lot of his videos and trainings recently. And he was talking about productivity. And he said that you have about five hours in the day of very, very productive time. It's usually about as much as you can get out of the day is about five hours of very productive in the zone time. I found that really interesting because think about how long our average work day is. It's probably about 10 hours. And so about half of that, you're fully productive. And the other half, you're just kind of hanging out and soaking it in. And maybe you're not giving it your all. So if you think about it in the perspective of a five-hour chunk of productive time, 
What are you going to schedule in your five hours that allows you to get the work done that only you can do and that leaves you energized and, and feeling accomplished and continues to build the confidence in the way that you run your business? That's the challenge. So you've looked at your calendar. You've prioritized it. You've got the three buckets, things you can't change. It has to stay there, valuable. Things that are valuable, but you'd like to influence the, the occurrence or maybe even the methodology of how, the, how a meeting or the time is used. And the third piece is, you know, things that peers or direct reports have put on your calendar that are not valuable and that you'd like to reschedule or adjust or maybe even eliminate altogether. So you've got that. Now you're going to figure out your five hours of productive time. Maybe you're a morning person and you're most productive in the morning. I would tell you that that, that that is happening with me. I am definitely a morning person. I have a morning routine. I love to get up and, and work out and, you know, do some focus time. And then I am ready for the day and I do my best work in the morning. Okay, but by the afternoon, my brain power is dwindled. I am, I am zapped because I've put in a really good focused, you know, set number of hours. And so I'll come and spend time in that meeting because I need to be there, right? It's the right thing to do as a leader. But you didn't, you, you didn't necessarily ask me to contribute, but I have to be there as part of my responsibilities of my business. So think about that. Maybe that's part of your influence, you have to be at the meeting, but you don't have to give all of yourself at the meeting. So maybe that's a after the five hour meeting. OK. So let's put all those together. Let's look at the calendar. Let's adjust. Let's understand what our five hours of true productive time can be for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. And that's OK. Figure out what it is for you. Schedule your time proactively. Proactively. For those five hours. There are things you're not going to be able to control in your calendar. Show up for them. Give it everything that you can. You're still going to be present. Okay, but it won't necessarily have to come out of your five hours of most productive time where you have to give what only you can give and you have to do what only you can do to drive your business forward. Hopefully that helped. Um, I love talking about productivity. I love creating a framework and problem solving through that. So hopefully this helped you. I look forward to connecting with you again on the next podcast. Thanks.